Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Far western counties. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures right now in the low 30s around the area. It is 32 degrees at WTOP at 159. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for joining us here on the Overnight Shift. Coming up on WTOP. An arrest in the New Year's Day deadly shooting at a Friendship Heights hotel. I'm Dick Iuliano. Who's going to pay for a possible new arena in Potomac Yard? I'm Scott Gelman. There's a new push to stop a massive data center campus from going on in our area. With the new COVID-19 variant, can you expect to see masks mandated at hospitals? I'm Kate Ryan. Two o'clock, CBS is next. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. Despite reports to the contrary, the number of people entering the U.S. illegally from Mexico is actually dropping. Reporter Chris Fox says that is allowing the Border Patrol to reopen the gates in four locations. Commercial and legal travel at official crossings along the U.S.-Mexico border in Eagle Pass, Texas, Nogales, and Lukeville, Arizona, and San Diego will resume on Thursday, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Senior U.S. officials say the Mexican government has stepped up efforts to slow U.S.-bound migration and have been partially responsible for a recent marked drop in illegal border crossings. Before you broil a burger or order one, consider this news. Valley Meats of Illinois is recalling 6,700 pounds of its raw ground beef products shipped to distributors in Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and Michigan. It's due to possible E. coli contamination. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, Food Safety, and Inspection Service says the products, mostly in the form of patties, were distributed to restaurants and other places. But so far, there have been no confirmed reports of E. coli-related reactions because of the food. The government says it should be thrown out. Matt Piper, CBS News. Controversial congressional testimony and allegations of plagiarism have forced Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, to resign. But CBS's Errol Barnett says Gay won't be leaving the university entirely. Dr. Gay will now resume her faculty position. Um, she was formerly the dean of social science and the dean of the faculty of arts and sciences. Um, but the Harvard Crimson notes that now, with this resignation, she serves has the distinction of having the shortest tenure in school history of just six months and two days. There's some good news for people with weakened hearts, says CBS's Michael George. Researchers from the National Institutes of Health developed a new method to predict the risk of death for people with a history of heart failure. Scoring a group of 38 unique proteins helps determine adverse outcomes, which researchers say can also help a clinician direct treatment options. Hard to believe, but a 1.7 magnitude earthquake shook the area near Astoria, Queens, in New York City Tuesday morning. People felt the quake as far as the Upper East Side. I was Slipping and then I just uh, felt it shaking and like the bed was sinking. And then we got uh, to the window to see, and there was so many firefighters. A federal judge has dismissed part of a lawsuit against former President Trump over the death of Brian Sicknick. He was a U.S. Capitol police officer who died from strokes after the January 6th attack. The judge ruled in a suit brought by Sicknick's longtime partner, Sandra Garza, that uh, he dismissed wrongful death and negligent civil counts in the suit. But the judge allowed claims against Trump under Washington, D.C.'s Survival Act. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Good morning. It's 2.03 on Wednesday morning, the third day of January. Cold temperatures overnight. It's 31 degrees. Good morning. Welcome into the Overnight Shift here on WTOP 103.5. I'm Dan Ronan. The top local story that we're following this hour. An arrest has been made in the connection with the first homicide of the year in D.C. It was a deadly shooting of an 18-year-old woman at a Friendship Heights hotel. Ashley Hines was killed at a New Year's party at the hotel. D.C. police say they have arrested 18-year-old Jelani Cousin of Northeast and charged him with second-degree murder while armed. Ashley's mom, Tiffany Falden of Clinton, Maryland, says her daughter, home for holiday break from Louisiana State University, was an honors graduate from Henry Wise High School in Upper Marlboro. He was her senior year student government overall president, part of the National Honor Society, just an overall good kid. The deadly shooting happened around 1.20 a.m. January 1st. Hines was found inside a seventh-floor room at the Embassy Suites Hotel. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A Prince George's County man is facing murder charges this morning in connection with a mysterious disappearance of his friend. The county police say that 20-year-old Damian Myers was reported missing by his family back in April just a day after he left home looking for a ride with his friend, 23-year-old Parrish Good. Detectives originally had opened a missing persons investigation for Myers, but over the next week they uncovered evidence suggesting he had been shot and killed inside of Good's car. Good was arrested last week. He admitted shooting police say to killing Myers and then getting rid of the body in the Fort Washington area. Police are still trying to determine a motive for the killing. Good is now being held without bond on both first and second degree murder charges. We're getting new details about the finances of potentially moving the Wizards and Capitals out of D.C. and instead into the Alexandria Potomac Yard neighborhood. You'll remember that big announcement a few weeks ago from the team's ownership that they plan to move the franchises into the new arena as part of a sports and entertainment complex there in the coming years. Now questions are being asked about who's going to pay for the facility. Alexandria's mayor tells WTOP Scott Gelman it's not, he says, going to be Virginia taxpayers. Instead, Mayor Justin Wilson says Monumental will pay up front to start construction on a possible Potomac Yard arena. And that debt will be paid off by ongoing rent that Monumental will pay. They will pay a, a, an ongoing rent payment every year. Money generated from events and restaurants at the new complex will be used to pay for the rest. These are not revenues that could be used for police and fire and teachers and, and all the other priorities of local and state government. In a recent newsletter, Wilson wrote the city will pay for 5% of the $2 billion project. Monumental Sports and new tax revenue from the site will pay the balance. We're not taking city tax dollars right now and funding the arena. Wilson tells WTOP how the project will be paid for is top of mind for many Alexandria residents. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP News time is 2.06. Meanwhile, there's a story about another development that is under consideration in our area. That's the plan to build what is expected to be the largest data center corridor in the world in Prince William County. 
It is now facing a lawsuit. A group of Prince William County residents say they're suing the Board of Supervisors in an effort to stop the massive data center campus from going forward. Our partners at 7 News report the group has formed a nonprofit they call the Defend Devlin Corporation. It's a 473-page lawsuit filed last week. The group says the plan violates Virginia law and the county's ordinances. They also claim the company behind the data center got different type of treatment than previous applicants and that the county pushed through rules to make the request happen. The Board of Supervisors approved the plan last month on a vote of four to three, and it came after a nearly 27-hour meeting. The digital gateway plan would allow for as many as 37 new data centers to be built on about 2,000 acres of land that near the Gainesville area. Does it seem as though everyone right now is sick in your office with either some sort of a respiratory illness? So can mask mandates be far behind? Yeah, it looks like influenza is increasing at the fastest rate among the respiratory viruses that are out there right now. However, the COVID variant JN1 has been pushing the numbers upwards too, says Dr. Andrew Pekosh, a virologist with the Johns Hopkins University Bloomberg School of Public Health. And he would not be surprised to see mask mandates return in some settings. You know, hospitals, nursing home facilities, they have a really high density of people who are susceptible to very severe outcomes with respiratory infections. His advice, get vaccinated. It's not too late. Stay home if you are sick and get tested so that you can get treatment with antivirals if appropriate. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, the latest in money news, a mixed opening to markets on Wall Street. 208 early on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for being with us. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Kane Halifax is in the WTOP Traffic Center. I-495 Capitol Beltway on the inner loop after Maryland 97 and Georgia Avenue. Uh, we de- The right side is blocked due to a crash in Maryland. The work zones on U.S. 50, the eastbound span on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge is closed. There is two-way traffic on the westbound span due to a work zone. 50 is looking good between Annapolis and District Line. Work zone has cleared in Columbia, U.S. 29 northbound before and after Broken Land Parkway. Beltway in Maryland looks good both ways in Prince George and Montgomery counties. In the district at Eastern Avenue, both ways between Randolph Street and Northeast and the Prince George's County Line, U.S. 1, all lanes are blocked due to police activity. New York Avenue between Northeast and Northwest running freely in both directions. In Virginia, I-395 northbound after Virginia 7 King Street. Police activity has a left side blocked. In Lorton, 95 south in, um sorry, 95 south just before Lorton Road. A work zone has just two left lanes getting by. Want to test an electric car? Plug in to fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitzmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Kane Halifax, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Expect some fairly quiet weather for the remainder of this week. Work week for some, but trending colder. Speaking of cold, overnight our temperatures will drop down to the 20s to lower 30s across the area. So pretty cold to start your Wednesday. We'll see our temperatures rebound to near 
50 during the afternoon with partly sunny skies. And then mid-40s for Thursday, lower 40s for Friday afternoon. Can't rule out a straight shower Wednesday night and Thursday morning. Otherwise, a bigger storm system potentially for the upcoming weekend, more specifically Saturday, as we watch the chance of us getting a little bit of a wintry weather around here with rain and snow mixed for some all snow for others. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures dropping in our area. Right now it is 29 degrees in Herndon. It is 32 degrees in Hyattsville. Foggy bottom downtown. It is a little bit warmer, 36 degrees. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com today. Money news on WTOP at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in in the Bloomberg Newsroom with Larry Kofsky has our report this morning. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The holiday shopping and entertainment is over. Now come the bills. A lending tree survey finds half of U.S. credit card holders think they can pay their December bill in full. Americans hold nearly $1.1 trillion in credit card debt. After cutting the cord on cable TV, more people are canceling many of the streaming services that replaced their cable bundle. The Wall Street Journal reports rising prices are a big reason. There's more to home delivery than restaurant meals. The CEO of DoorDash tells London's Financial Times the company plans to expand beyond meal delivery and seek new markets outside the U.S. DoorDash is partnering with supermarkets and other retailers. Stocks closed mostly lower to start the new year as traders reconsidered their interest rate expectations. Dow Industrials added 26. The S&P slumped 27. The Nasdaq shed 245. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, Internet access for millions of Americans could be in jeopardy. We'll talk with a reporter who's covering this important story. It's 2-12 early on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for being with us. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We begin a new year full of promise and potential. Yet, we may also experience hardships and challenges and heartaches, at least to some degree. Many of these things will be out of our control. But what will be in our control is how we choose to live each day. We should choose to let go and surrender ourselves to God's will. We are reminded in sacred scripture not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Let this year be a year for less anxiety. A year of surrender, a year of letting go of fear. When you feel overwhelmed, recall the words of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. When a warrior faces adversity, he fights through it. He finds a way. Freedom isn't free. Rolling strong. Belief. Believe you can and you will. Wheelchairs for Warriors provides mobility solutions to veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. Join the mission and visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Coming up on WTOP, the latest on the resignation of Harvard's president. We'll have the story coming up. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer. And black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. 
Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Good morning. It's 214. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Former President Donald Trump is appealing a decision that kicked him off the main primary ballot that starts the next part of the battle over the 14th Amendment and the Insurrection Act. WTOP's Michael Toscano talked with Zach Schoenfeld. He's a courts and legal reporter for The Hill about the latest filing from the Trump legal team. Well, this is one of two cases in two states in which Donald Trump, as of now, is disqualified to be on state primary ballots. Here we're talking about the case in Maine. The other case where he's been kicked off of the ballot is in Colorado. Today, what Trump did is he appealed the main secretary of state's decision to kick him off the ballot, ruling that he was ineligible under the 14th Amendment. The process in Maine works a little bit different than most other states. In Maine, the secretary of state was the first to weigh in. Trump now has the ability to work this case through the state courts. So first, it'll go to a state trial court. Whoever loses there can go up to Maine's highest court. And then ultimately, it could reach the U.S. Supreme Court in Washington. So what does this do with, for instance, the situation in Colorado? Would there be any connection legally? Well, the the Colorado case is technically separate, and that is now proceeding on a faster track than this decision uh, in Maine. Whereas in Colorado, the state's top court there has already ruled on the matter, ruling that under the 14th Amendment, Trump cannot appear on the primary ballot. So that's a case that is now getting to the justices here in Washington a little bit faster than the case in Maine. So it's possible that this Colorado case becomes the vehicle in which the nine justices, including three appointed by former President Trump, take up all of these weighty questions over whether Trump engaged in insurrection and all of these other issues that concern whether he's not on the ballot. So at the end of the day, there's a chance that these state court proceedings in Maine won't mean much and they'll ultimately just follow whatever the Supreme Court does in the Colorado case. What is the actual legal question that the courts have to deal with? Is it whether there was insurrection, whether this amendment applies? What is it? It is all of the above. The most contentious debate here is whether or not Donald Trump engaged in insurrection uh, over his actions surrounding the January 6th Capitol riot. But before judges and secretaries of state even reach that question, there's a number of other threshold issues, as you were mentioning. There's a question of whether this clause applies to the presidency. There's a question of whether that Congress would need to enact legislation to actually enforce the amendment. There's a question of whether state courts have authority to hear these cases. So a lot of different legal questions and a lot of different ways that these cases can be resolved. And if Trump wins on any one of these many prongs, his name will remain on the ballot. Are we going to have a situation now where it's possible that ballots are going to be printed or not printed because of this being in the courts? Well, those coming deadlines in the coming weeks in many states to to finalize ballots and start printing them, especially to voters living overseas, uh, that's been all over court filings with a lot of parties, even on both sides of this case, trying to move things along very quickly. In the Colorado case, as that's now hitting the U.S. Supreme Court, parties on both sides, Trump hasn't weighed in yet, but other parties in the case are all urging the Supreme Court to not only take up the case, but take it up at lightning speed, take it up and issue a decision in a 
matter of weeks. Their goal is to get a decision in advance of Super Tuesday, if not faster. That way, when most voters go to the polls, they'll know if Trump is ineligible or eligible to be on the ballot. That is Zach Schoenfeld. He's a courts and legal reporter at The Hill. A quick look at the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. Harvard's President Claudine Gay submitted her resignation after scrutiny on Capitol Hill on testimony concerning anti-Semitism on the college campuses. And the country is seeing a new rise in the number of COVID cases and other respiratory illnesses. Full details on these stories in the minutes ahead on WTOP 218 on a Wednesday morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go into the WTOP Traffic Center. Kane Halifax has the latest. Start off in Virginia, I-395 northbound after Virginia 7 King Street. Police activity has left the left side blocked in Lorton 95 south just before Lorton Road. A work zone has just the two left lanes getting by. And as you head a little bit south from there, in Woodbridge, south uh, 95, between Prince William Parkway and Dale City exit, I, um, exit 156, the right lane gets by due to a work zone. Once you're past there, you're heading towards Fredericksburg, you're looking all right. 95 northbound, also in Frederick, I'm sorry, in Wood, Woodbridge, near the Prince William Parkway, exit 158, the right lane is blocked at the, wood, the work zone. I-66 westbound in the Roslyn Tunnel, right lane is squeezing by at the work zone. I-495 Capital Park Beltway on the inner loop after MD 97 and Georgia Avenue. Um, single vehicle into the guardrail. All activity confined to the right shoulder there. In Maryland, the work zones on US 50, the eastbound span on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge is closed there. Is uh, two-way traffic on the westbound span due to a work zone. 50 looks good between Annapolis and the district line. The work zone has cleared in Columbia, US 29 northbound before and after Broken Land Parkway. Treat your family and friends to Ivy City Smokehouse appetizer platters featuring charcuterie from the sea smoked salmon trout whitefish salad and generous sides order online or pick up i'm kane halifax wtop traffic to seven news first alert chief meteorologist veronica johnson clear and cold out there here early wednesday morning temperatures in the 20s to around 32 degrees most neighborhoods we are however dealing with lighter winds today so we're not going to be wind chilled later we'll have a high temperature near 50 degrees the warmest of the week which just a few scattered clouds. Clouds will fill in later, and there may be a stray shower late tonight and first thing Thursday. Otherwise, we're just mostly cloudy and breezy for Thursday with highs in the mid-40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 32 right now in Gaithersburg. It is 32 degrees in Shirlington, 31 degrees in Lanham at 221 on WTOP. Coming up, we'll tell you why more millennials are living at home with their parents it's not because they're not motivated. We'll have the story coming up. WTOP News Time, 221. Thanks for being with us. New fashion, new styles. Get your home ready and celebrate the new year at Marlowe Furniture's New Year Sale. Save 60% off on all Marlowe living rooms, dining rooms, and bedrooms. Plus, free delivery in 12 months, no interest financing. Incredible buys like beautiful sofas, $5.99. Queen beds, $4.99. Stylish five-piece dining sets, your choice, $8.99. Give your home a whole new look for less. Save 60% off at Marlowe Furniture's New Year's Sale. On now with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app 
and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. You're listening to WTOP News. 222. The D.C. City Council has taken the first step to sue Mayor Muriel Bowser over her decision to withhold an increase in SNAP benefits in the new year. We get more from WTOP's Dick Uliano. D.C. residents in the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program were expecting a 10% benefits increase. But Mayor Bowser is second-guessing the raise. So D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson has proposed authorizing the city's lawyer to sue the mayor to ensure the SNAP benefits increase is carried out. The council appropriates the budget. And in the budget, we were very specific that if the revenues were adequate, that we would enhance the SNAP benefits. Chairman Mendelson says he'll meet with Mayor Bowser Monday on the matter of the increased SNAP benefits a day before the council is scheduled to vote on the resolution authorizing legal action. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Meanwhile, the mayor's office has issued a statement that appears to be doubling down on her decision, telling WTOP, quote, it's not prudent to increase spending on one program, especially when demand for other programs that supports the same people is increasing, she said, beyond our current budget. With the high cost of living and borrowing, buying a home right now is very difficult for a lot of people. According to the Washington Post, for millennials, living with their parents once again has become a popular way to save money to eventually buy their own home. To some of the folks that we talked to, they were able to save up enough for a down payment while living with their parents for even a year if they had a good paying job. And a lot of that did happen during the pandemic. If you can pay no rent or discounted rent, then it makes it a lot easier to save for that initial down payment that I think was very difficult for millennials. That is Washington Post business reporter Julian Mark, who joined us a bit earlier on WTOP, citing child care, student loans, and rent cost also causing this problem. So let's talk about the Nats and if they're going, and they, they are going to continue to play here in the nation's capital, but the D.C. Council Chair has introduced legislation to keep Nats Park up to date and in good repair. The measure comes after the mayor and the Nats reached a deal last fall that would mean millions of dollars earmarked for updates to the ballpark, which is now 15 years plus old. The Council Chair Phil Mendelson says his measure will set up what's called a ballpark maintenance fund, Money for the fund would come from the ballpark sales tax revenue and rent paid on the lease. Anything left over from the ballpark revenue fund balance would go in there, too. Among the other parts of the legislation, Events D.C., which runs Nats Park, is going to be required to turn in an annual spending report to the mayor and city council. Mendelssohn says the district must do everything to keep the ballpark in top shape. Sports at 25 and 55. Here's Rob Woodfork. Maryland's 19-game home win streak ended with a wire-to-wire 67-53 loss to top-ranked Purdue. Kevin Willard's team had no answers for Boilermaker big man Zach Eady, who finished with 23 points and 12 rebounds. We fared just like everyone else has this year. Not well. He is much more improved, and he's a willing passer. So you put that body, that skill, those hands, and four guys that can shoot around them, he's tough to guard. Jameer Young was the only Terrapin to score in double figures with a game-high 26 points on a poor shooting night for the home team. Georgetown also shot poorly at home 